This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology show. Your host, Meryl Vandermerva, loves using technology to streamline her life and to make lessons more engaging. She is a graduated homeschool mom and teaches homeschoolers at her local co-op classes and online at fundafundaacademy.com. Whether you are tech-challenged or someone who loves technology, this show is for you. And here's your host, Meryl Vandermerva. Hello. And welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl Vandermeuver. And today in episode 242, I'm going to be talking to you about Science Olympiad, a uh, competition that I've been involved in for a long time. I coach a Science Olympiad team, and I probably should have shared all this long ago, but here I am today about to spill the beans, as they say. So last week, I got an email from a parent whose child had been on the Science Olympiad team for, I think, about seven years, both the middle school team and then the high school team. She had gone to visit him in college. He's now um, studying engineering. And she asked him, what did he find most helpful during his high school years? And he said, Singapore math and Science Olympiad. And that is one of the reasons why I decided I should really come and share with more of you about Science Olympiad and encourage you to perhaps do what I did and start a team. So let me explain what Science Olympiad is. It is a national contest that starts at a regional level. So most of the teams that participate are school teams. However, there are a number of homeschool teams dotted all over the USA. And I'm hoping that by the end of this episode, there'll be a few more. Teams consist of up to 15 students. You don't have to have 15. The first time we competed, I think we had about nine. It's it's difficult to compete and get too many events, uh, be able to cover too many events if you have less than sort of five or six, and it also gets a bit expensive. So, you know, if you're starting off, I, I would try and have sort of seven to 10. That would be a good number to just start off a team, and then you can expand later. You can also have like an A team and a B team as you get really big, as as we have now over the years. Uh, The competition consists of 23 different events. It's not a bowl event. It's not one of these. It's not like a quiz event. Instead, it's 23 different events. These events uh, change every year. Now, there are some events that are the same, some of them which just change focus, and some change completely. And so it keeps you on your toes, and it means that nothing is ever quite the same in Science Olympiad. The different types of events really is everything that one can put under the umbrella of science. Everything from my idea of what is understandable and fun. I am I'm not really very good with science at all, and I've been head coach for years. So if you're listening and think this is not for me and my kids aren't science, you know, no, no, just keep listening. So there's events like Road Scholar, and this one is mapping on steroids, but it's mapping, it's map work. And so it's something I think most people can get their heads around. There are study events like anatomy and meteorology, um, ecology. There's always something to do with the stars or the planets. Uh, that, that changes a little bit over the years, but it's always something related to that. Uh, there's rocks and fossils. Uh, earth science events, all of those ones have a reasonable amount of studying. So students who really like to get to grips with work or good at remembering facts, those are the events that they'll probably gravitate to. 
There are others, though, that you do need to understand, but there's also a more math involved. And sometimes also there's some hands-on component. So your physics and chemistry events um, of obviously both uh, those that applies to both of them. There, there are events like um, crime busters where students have to be able to analyze different materials and figure out who did the crime based on what they learn. And in um, the high school version of that is forensics. There is uh, there are ones that are just building. So if your child is struggles to actually memorize things, it's okay. There's ones that will work for them too. And these are you building cars, you're building airplanes. They're always exact specifications. The rules just came out uh, last week, and so we are now knowing what we're aiming at this year. Uh, this year we have robots. Um, we have uh, I'm not sure. Sometimes there are rockets. I'm not sure there are rockets this year. I, I'm not the building coach, so I um, I don't know in detail all the different things. Some of them uh, involve some amount of coding, particularly in the high school. They are now making sure that, that um, there is an element of code involved in many of them. Uh, it's just, there are just a lot. And pretty much every student will find something, I think, that will interest them to at least a small degree. Uh, and if your child is good at math, as I said, then there are ones, you know, there are a few of those that are more math related. Definitely if your child is lazier to study, there are ones that work well for them that are more understanding based. There's one called experimental design where students are given a bunch of different materials and they're given a topic and they have to design an experiment that fits the topic and write it all up correctly. And there's a formula that they have to use and uh, sheets they have to fill out. And uh, so it's it's really teaching them to get to grips with what science really is and all the STEM events, um, all the things that come under STEM. So it's your, your science, technology, engineering, and math. You find all of that in Science Olympiad. Um, it's, it costs different amounts depending on where you are because they have to pay for medals. You know, in, in my state, we pay just over $200 normally for a team. Um, but, you know, when you spread it out, it's not too bad. The cost of materials is obviously something to bear in mind as well. But, you know, when you start, you can use just online resources. When we started, there weren't nearly as many online resources. So we would go to secondhand bookstores and buy old textbooks. Um, but now you can find many textbooks online and just lots of fantastic resources. There is there is no, like, one place to go to study. You'll also find, you know, Science Olympiad will put up some resources and give some ideas. They do sell some resources, which again, if you can afford that, you don't need them. You can do without it. For the building, you do have to obviously buy wood, etc. Though sometimes you can use things that are just lying around um, in your garage. Um, and you know, if you can't do every single event, that's okay. You're not going to be disqualified for not participating in every event. For each event, two students do that event so they work together there are a couple of them that actually have three students like experimental design you actually have three students on that but this makes it a social event too so your child is working you know they could work with a sibling if they're the right age range a friend or somebody they don't know and get to learn about working with other people and brainstorming together you know when you're building things you know, you don't have to plan it. You're going to, you know, need to figure out why isn't this working. So it's good to have someone to discuss with and that teamwork element within the team. Once you get to competitions, there, the, as I said, it starts at regional. However, before your regional start, there are also invitationals. And the good thing about COVID, yeah, there's sometimes good things, is that 
everything had to go virtual. And so now there's an entire virtual platform. And some of the competitions are offered virtually still. Not nearly as much fun as actually traveling and competing in person. But some of these invitationals you can do at home and with your team, kind of get them together and do it. And it does just mean that um, you have the opportunity to practice a little bit before you go into the regional tournament. There are also, though, you can look, there is a page on Science Olympiad. And Science Olympiad, by the way, you find out all the info at soinc.org. Uh, show notes are directly below the podcast player you're using, or you can go to homeschoolingwithtechnology.com and find the show notes there. And as I said, on um, scienceolympiad.org, you can also find the invitationals that are all listed, and you can go and see what is in driving distance. Uh, we make a big event of it. We go the night before, spend the night in a hotel. The kids all bond and get to know each other better, and then we go and compete on the day. There are always medals, or almost always. We did go to one tournament that they just gave out certificates, but typically they're medals, which is a lot of fun for the kids, and it's anywhere between the first three places and sometimes they go even up to the first six places that they will hand out medals to and then both team members would get a medal so the invitationals are just for fun they're just for practice they hosted by different schools usually and your um most of the time the coaches have to help so you have to offer to help run an event uh, that's always a little tricky for us <laughs> we don't feel like we're terribly qualified to run some of these events but the building ones you can just follow the, the rules and do that and and we have actually written um, a couple of the tests as well because I say you have some that are just written some that are just building some that are hybrids some that are labs it's it's a whole mixed bag um you start preparing right now it's September and September and October is when you start to work on it organize the first uh invitationals will happen from October and they will go through until generally February and most states will ha start having regionals in February and March. Uh, the top teams in each regional will go on to the state and then the winner of the state goes on to nationals. Sometimes there are two teams uh, that go from a state. It depends how big the state is, how many teams they have. Uh, our state is just generally one winning team for each. Um, and you move on as a team. So even if, you know, a child has won a gold medal in their event at the regional, you don't get to go to nationals, uh, to state at least, unless your entire team does well enough. So um, it's, you know, you rack up points for every, every single one of those 23 events. So everyone matters and counts. It's a lot of fun because the kids, it is, it is something you're doing together. Our, our students Typically, when they start and they try it out, they stay on for many years. And, you know, the fact that I, as a uh, non-sciencey person, have stayed on as coach all these years also says something about it. I don't have any children anymore on the team and haven't for a long time. And, in fact, one of my co-coaches um, also has not had any students on the team for a while. So there are two of us empty nesters who love it so much we've stayed on it. For um, We generally have an A and a B team for the middle school and a one high school team. And there are four of us main coaches who kind of split that between us. And then we have a couple of other parents who come and help on just like one particular event. Um, there are three divisions. The A division is for elementary. And that just depends on where you are as to whether an elementary division is run or not. We didn't have one last year in our area, but we have had in the past. 
Um, our state is trying to do more of them. Um, I'm not sure what it's like in other states. B division is up till ninth grade. You can have max five ninth graders on the team. As homeschoolers, we don't, you know, because we're fluid, we don't have like a middle school school. We don't have a minimum age. Most teams obviously are sixth through ninth grade because that's what middle school is for most people. Um, but we have had students as young as third grade on the teams that we won't accept new students or new families before fifth grade. So we typically have fifth through ninth grade. And then C division can be ninth through 12th. Um, ours are typically 10th through 12th, and we keep most of our ninth graders to stay on the B division team. You can do, do it as you wish and as the number of students you have. There is one little difficulty being a homeschooler, apart from the fact we don't have labs. But, you know, over the years, we've slowly bought a lot of the, the equipment. Also, our students who are at um, doing dual enrollment, they will ask their professors for help. Um, and if you hear a lot of purring, I have a cat who's decided to join in on my lap and he's trying to purr into the microphone. So there, I'm not sure if it's how it's going to come through. Um, so, you know, the, the, it is a little bit tricky, but we've managed. And you can even just, you know, look at videos and see how you use different equipment so that if the students get into a test, they know how to use something that perhaps you don't actually have at home. In that teams at nationals with two counties. So the main county and one contiguous county. Um, different states apply this at different levels in different ways at state level. Some of them will allow you to have mixed teams at regional, sometimes even at state. Some of them, instead of doing counties, they um, say you've got to pick your your base and then there is uh, a radius around that and you can draw from that. Because I think many of the states realize it's really hard for us to have enough students on a team if we're only using two counties. Um, but you'll have to check those rules up for your own state. So, you know, once you've looked at soinc.org and found the basics about it, you'll then need to Google whatever state you're in and Science Olympiad to find out exactly how your state deals with homeschoolers. But I do know that there are homeschool teams from many, many states. Um, it is also quite possible to do well at both regional and state. In fact, our team has, our B division team has won state on a few occasions and actually gone to nationals. And every time we've been at nationals, there've been a number of other homeschool teams there, which is very exciting. Obviously we're in the minority, but it's fun to see that we can actually compete and get there. And every time we've been, um, at least one of those homeschool teams has won a medal at nationals. Top six get medals at nationals. Obviously, it's really hard. My own team, yes, some of our students have. Um, but we just get excited even when we see other teams winning. Why should you do Science Olympiad? Well, if I haven't convinced you yet, there's obviously a lot of science your students are going to learn. And this could encourage them to go into a science degree. We have seen that with some students who just joined because their friends were all doing it and are now in the science field. But even if your child knows they're never going to be, and you know they're not going to go into a science field, it stretches them. Science and impaired is hard. I won't pretend it isn't. Middle school is like high school level, and high school is like college level. And 
this is one way you can be sure your child is ready for college, ready for life, because they're going to be throwing things that are hard, that they're really going to have to grapple with. You know, whether they're building and it's just trying to figure out how to get the car to go as far as you need it to go, how to make the bridge they're building as light as possible to carry the heaviest load, um, whether their plane keeps going in the wrong direction. Uh all these different things, they're going to be researching, they're going to be thinking, they're going to be trying things out. Or if it's just study material, whether it's hard math, whether it's trying to get your head around um, why weather happens the way it does, so much. It's it's not rote learning. They're always going to be, have to apply what they're learning. They're going to have to use critical thinking. They're going to need to be um, inquiring about why and what would happen that with this because that's how the tests are they stretch real knowledge and understanding which is fantastic because you know that you are already getting your children to think it makes the coaches think too um we are challenged every single year and uh, whenever I feel like this is too hard for me I remember this is good not just for the kids but for us adults too one more thing, it looks really good to colleges. The admissions counselors all know what Science Olympiad is. This is a well-known national event that has been going for many, many years. And if your child um, gets a medal at an invitational, a regional, wherever it is, it means something because they know that they have to have done better than you know the other students in the event and that it's hard. Um, your children will get such a sense of accomplishment, even if they don't get a medal, just knowing they've competed and they've learned all this work. It's an amazing feeling. It also obviously gives them practice at test taking, which, you know, I, I didn't focus a lot on tests in my homeschool because I didn't want to have to do more than I needed to. I don't particularly like tests as a way of checking what, what children know. Um, and in fact, Science Olympiad generally lets you bring in notes, either a whole binder or at least two pages of notes. So they're also focusing a lot more on you actually understanding it than the rote learning. And this is a good way to make sure that your children can cope. So have I excited you? Do you want to get started? Obviously, first of all, look and see, is there a team in your area? The chances are there won't be. Um, if you then you know, look around, the homeschoolers are allowed to join local school teams if they will have you. You can go and see the rules and it does actually explain that you may need to go to a local school if you find one that has it, show them the rule, but they can still say no, they don't have to take your child. So my next suggestion to you is start a team. That's what I did. And I did, you know, I come from South Africa where you don't do gen eds. The only science that I did at college was computer programming. I did a half credit in that. I have a Bachelor of Arts in English and German. That's what I studied. So I am no great science person, but I heard about this contest and it just it just excited me. And so I decided to do it. So I started the team and we grew from just a few students to the you know, reasonable powerhouse that we are now that has actually managed to win our state championship. Along the way, I got a lot of parents excited and those parents joined and some of the joined to help. Some of them coached one event. Some came on as main coaches with me to help me organize and do all the admin. Some parents would do the fundraising so we could buy what we needed. 
And of course, the students who've been the most fun, they got excited and invited their friends. And we had enough, you know, for big teams uh, that we could actually cover every single event. So, you know, it's, it's you, so much is online, really, apart from paying to join, to, to sign up at the beginning, you can do it on a shoestring. And, you know, the first year, you probably aren't going to do very well. We didn't. We didn't make it just to, uh, we did get a few medals the first year we did it. We did not make it to state the first year because there was just so much learning that we needed to do. And it's one of those things that you need to jump in and do it. And then you will start to learn and you'll improve as you go. If you do happen to be in my state, which is Tennessee, currently I am the Tennessee homeschool rep. And so if you're wanting help, please reach out to me. The easiest way is um, you can uh, reach me at Meryl at FundaFunda.com. FundaFunda is, of course, our show sponsor. And in fact, a number of the teachers that teach with me at FundaFunda are the Science Olympia teachers. You will see that I do not teach any of the science classes. Well, I teach some of the health because I cover some of the health events. But um, you will see we have like forensic science and biology, and both of those are taught by our very successful coaches. But so if you're in Tennessee and you would like to start up, um, please just reach out to me and I will tell you how to get going. I know all the rules in our state and what you will need to do in other states. I say look around and even if you can't find a homeschool team in your area, see if there's one in your state and look to them and see if they can help you get going. You're also welcome to come and chat about it in our Facebook group homeschooling with technology podcast community come along there the link will also be in the show notes and you can ask questions there and i probably find that there's some other people in that group that are part of science olympiad and can also help answer if you found this useful and you know other people who might be interested in science olympiad and are and who are homeschool please forward this to them so that um, they can also learn and maybe join in and we can get more scientists who maybe will solve more problems in this world and help cure diseases. And who knows where this might go. The possibilities are exciting and endless. And uh, I would also really appreciate if you spent a minute and gave us a rating and a review. Even if you don't review, just tapping those stars on your Facebook app uh, is a huge help to help us get found by more people and encourage me to keep on podcasting. That's it for now, and I will see you again, same time, same place, next week. Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandermerva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.